Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Works Christian Church, right here in beautiful Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. Here, I will discuss theology, doctrine, politics, social and cultural issues, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. But basically, I flip tables. Please remember to download each episode. That's very important. Download each episode. Hold on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And here we go again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are at it again. I was doing some reading, a little bit of research, because I remember early on in this so-called pandemic, which many are now calling a plandemic, which I tend to agree with, but many were uh, reporting on the increase in mental health issues, depression, anxiety, even suicide and attempted suicides. So it hit me as I was thinking about all of this stuff, and I've been doing these last few podcasts on the COVID shots and and the problems that, that it's creating. I remembered, hey, early on they were talking about all the mental issues and the mental health issues uh, because of this, because of all of this COVID stuff, especially when they did the shutdowns and they shut everybody away and locked everybody away, closed schools, closed businesses and such. And so anyways, it got me thinking, hey, maybe I should do a little research and and uh, see what it says, see what the research says, and maybe do an episode <clears throat> on that. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We are here doing that. And as I was reading and doing some research, I realized <clears throat> that the problems that uh, are being reported because of all the negative the side effects of the so-called pandemic, not the, listen, not the virus itself, the reason I'm not focusing too much on the virus itself is because that really wasn't the biggest problem. Please don't misunderstand me. Uh, virus is always bad, okay, in that regard. But it, it in and of itself wasn't as bad as most people are reporting. When I say most people, I'm talking about the media, the government, health officials and such. Unless you go listen to the health officials and the ones that aren't really getting a paycheck from it that aren't really, uh, you know, fiscally, uh, financially, directly involved. And what do I mean by that? There were so many payouts, so many payouts. For instance, why were the numbers of deaths so high for COVID? Now, I know you probably heard this and you know this, but this is just the truth. For some strange reason, the government would give hospitals more money, and I don't mean just like a few dollars, thousands of dollars more if the death of, of that person was from COVID. So imagine one guy over here dies of a heart attack and they put on the death report, heart attack. Reason for death, heart attack. The next guy over here passes and they put on that report, uh, reason for death, COVID-19. The government would actually give the hospital a certain amount of money for the heart attack, but they would give them more money for the COVID. That's why so many people... <laughs> lo and behold, were dying of COVID when they really weren't. And that's the dirty little secret. And that's what's been coming out. And that's what many people have been talking about. So they were padding it. I know this. Uh, we, we've experienced this our own self. <clears throat> My father-in-law passed away about a year ago. And uh, he was older. He was in his 90s, mid-90s. And he had pneumonia. <clears throat> 
and he was very weak, very frail. He he and he passed of pneumonia. He they took um, COVID tests upon arriving at the hospital, negative, no COVID. While he was in the hospital, negative, no COVID. After he passed, they still wanted to take a COVID test, which they did, negative, no COVID. But the doctor insisted on putting COVID on his death certificate. Just in case, he says. Just, what do you mean, just in case? So you just bumped up the numbers of death, which would cause more fear to be in more people, just so you can make a few extra bucks. And that's the way it was working, ladies and gentlemen. You can look into this. It's, you know, it's like, I, honestly, I don't mind doing the research and putting the links and stuff in there. But at the same time, it frustrates me that I have to do all of your research. And I'm not talking to all of you. Just a select few that honestly don't know how Google works I'm, or whatever. You know, you open up your web browser, you go to Google, type in the little search engine, you know, and, and type it in the little search engine and see what comes up and start reading. Okay, I don't mind putting these in there, and I will. And I know I reference a lot of things, but I'm gonna again. I'm gonna read to you an article. I'll put the the link in the description for this episode, so you can read it yourself. And please do. But at the same time, if I reference something and I don't have the link in there, hey, go find it. Please go find it, or at least write me, and maybe I can send it to you. But nonetheless, so this was being padded. People were getting extra money for just putting COVID instead of, say, heart attack, diabetes, uh, cancer, whatever, and um, which drives up the number and it increases fear. Because let's face it, so, so let's say um, 100 people go into the hospital and, and unfortunately pass away, okay, in a given, say, week. Uh, and lo and behold, all of them are covid not really, but that's what they put on the death certificate. So when a family member or a friend or a news media, the news media says, oh, we understand that 100 people died in your hospital just this week. What were they dying of? Is this just random? No, all of them died of COVID. Here's the death certificates to prove it. Oh my gosh, COVID is running wild. It's running rapid. It's killing everybody. Run for the hills, ladies and gentlemen, run for the hills. Go hide in the cave, go hide in your houses, hide behind your car, hide wherever you can because COVID is out there and he's going to kill you. And the reality of it is, it wasn't as bad as they made it sound because of these greedy doctors and our foolish government that takes your money, my money through taxes and then gives it to these doctors to lie on a death certificate. I mean... Talk about a scam. We were all scammed, big time. We were all scammed. And then, again, this messianic, and I say that um, in no way to try to connect Jesus to this thing. I'm talking about the way they presented this COVID shot that was going to save everybody. It was almost messianic the way they were talking. Every time, you know, Fauci came out there or somebody started coming out there talking about the shot, I, I, uh, uh, the shot, I almost expected to hear like angels choirs and organ music and, you know, oh, I almost expected to see those little fat naked baby cherubim to start flowing, floating around the room, throwing rose petals out of their baskets. And I, I expected to see the... Um, the uh, uh, halo just appear above, you know, St. Fauci's head. And the reality of it is, all of that, it turned out that these were just wicked, evil people lying to each and every, every one of us, lying to the world for their own gain. 
Many people made a lot of money off of you and I in the fear of the people. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today is the fear. And I've been talking about a little bit as I talk about the shots and stuff. But this fear, I'm telling you, if nothing else, these guys should be brought before the judge. These guys should be persecuted and prosecuted. And these guys should be spending a lot of time in prison, okay, simply for the fear. Now, I know it should go further. They murdered a lot of people to line their own pockets. And there's a lot of deaths. There's a lot of blood on their hands. But the fear, if nothing else, the fear that they have pressed and pushed on the world, upon you and I, upon our elderly, upon our children, was so vile and disgusting. It was, in my opinion, one of the greatest examples and manifestations of psychological and mental abuse ever in the history of mankind. Ever in the history of mankind. And it's so sad, but they got away with it and they're still getting away with it. If it was up to me, I mean, if it was really up to me, I would try them all for treason and other things. Murder. I want to read something to you because I want to make another point. This is out of Second Chronicles 2020. And it's really interesting that it's Second Chronicles 2020. Not just the date, but the vision. 2020 vision means you have clear vision, normal vision. You can see clearly. And um, so Second Chronicles 2020, but it's also 2020 was the time frame, you know, that all this nonsense was happening. So even in, a, in that, this is a prophetic uh, passage, a prophetic verse from the Word of God. And it says, They rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. So there's two things here. <clears throat> Believe in the Lord your God, you'll be established. And I would say that to absolutely each and every person listening to this podcast. You need to believe in the Lord God, the one true God of the Holy Bible. Okay, That will establish you. What does that mean? That will give you a firm root and foundation for everything good in life. Righteousness, holiness, wisdom, understanding. Things that were desperately lacking the last three years. And um, so when you believe in God and you believe in his word... And that is, you know, part of believing in God, believing that what his word is true. You will be established. You'll be firm. You'll be immovable. Then, and this is again, according to the word of God, believe his prophets, his prophets. A prophet is somebody who speaks on behalf of God. In other words, they carry the message that God gave them and they will go and give that message to the people. You know, people of the earth, people in a church, people in an organization, whatever it is, but to people. And he says, if you believe as prophets, you shall prosper. The word prosper doesn't mean just merely becoming wealthy or rich. It means being successful. And I would venture to say that what many experienced through this COVID pandemic wasn't success. It wasn't true prosperity. You know, whether they got sick, they went into the hospital, many of them passed away. And most of the people, if not all, but most of the people passed simply because they were denied medications and drugs and treatments that actually worked. They would stick them in the hospital and hook them up to all these machines that were, was actually killing people. 
Now they got this shot out there, the COVID-19 shots, that's actually killing people. Isn't that interesting how that works? Now, the reason I brought this passage up is because the what I'm about to read to you, an article, um, and this article, is the title of it is The Impact of COVID-19 on Mental Health Cannot Be Made Light Of. And it talks about how the mental health of many people suffered greatly during this pandemic. And in my studies, what I had found, it's interesting because I, I originally searched for suicide rates and suicide during the uh, shutdowns and, and during this COVID on, on, you know, because of COVID-19. And what I found was interesting all over the place. I mean, some of these articles, they literally were all over the place. And depending on when they were written, some of them were written as early as 2020, 2020, some 2021. And that was when most of them were written. But then later, some of them that were written uh, uh, closer to our time frame right now um, said something different. It was really strange. Early on, they were reporting uh, how suicide rates were on the increase, especially among young people. One article said that suicide rates were increasing among young people and uh, people of color. That's what it said. So uh, among uh, our black Americans, suicide rates were up and among young people, suicide rates were up. Then as it gets a little closer, there was another article that says, well, suicide rates were actually down. I'm like, well, how can it be both? And it says, it said in this article, they were actually down during the actual shutdowns and during all that, the hype, the height of it. But just after it, as things starting to loose up, people could go out, people could take off the masks, people can move around, people can go get their shot and feel good. Then the uh, suicide rates spiked. I'm like, well, this, <clears throat> maybe that's the way it happened and everything, but they were reporting early on in this, 2020, that suicide rates were up drastically. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up after reading that passage about believe in the Lord your God, you shall be established, believe in his prophets, and you shall prosper. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to honk my own horn a little bit here, but again, I, I, I don't want to do this to, to sound bragging necessarily, but if I sound like I'm bragging, well, so be it. I myself and other voices of reason, other, if you will, prophets, were speaking very, very, very clearly about this the whole time. And one of the things that we spoke about, not only just myself, I remember standing in my pulpit prophesying this and warning people about this, about the suicide rates and such. <clears throat> I also have, I know of people all over the globe that were rising up and saying much the same thing. Guys, not only on the financial part, not only on the physical part, but also on the mental health part. This is gonna wreak havoc on us. You cannot shut people away and expect them to have a clear heart and a clear mind, especially if they were already dealing with things. We also read early on in this that drug abuse, alcohol abuse was was on the radical increase because people had nothing to do. They were bored. And so people that had already struggled with drugs or alcohol, well, what are they going to do when they're just stuffed away? They can't go to work. They can't be productive. They can't feel good about anything else in their life. So they're stuck at home. Well, of course, they're going to they're going to turn to drugs. They're going to turn to alcohol. And stuff. That's just, I mean, to think that they wouldn't. Um, abuse. Spousal abuse, child abuse was on the rise radically. Why? Because once again, 
you stuck a whole family away that already had issues there, already had abuse issues. Dad couldn't go to work to work out his frustrations on the job. Mom couldn't go to work or go to the market or go wherever she goes and, and, and get her frustrations out. The kids couldn't get away from abusive parents to go to school, to go to the library, to go to the park, to go play basketball, baseball, football, whatever. Now you just stick them in the house all together 24 hours a day. They're getting on one another's nerves. Of course it's going to increase. I mean, th this whole thing is so wild. I just, this really has nothing to do with that, at least in the direct sense. But I remember when they first d did the shutdowns, they started telling people, go outside, get fresh air, get in the sunshine, because this is going to help you. It's going to help you stay healthy. I remember them saying this, get some exercise, get some fresh air, get some sunshine. So people did that. People started going hiking. People started going running. People just started going for walks. And they started shutting down all the hiking trails and all the running parks and the lakes and the places where people would go hang out just to get out and get fresh air and get sunshine. I mean, it was ridiculous. The double standard, the double mindedness. It was so stupid. So they were shutting down everything and keeping people from the very things that would keep them healthy physically and emotionally, mentally. And then they stuck them all and forced them all in their houses behind locked doors. And of course, suicides up, drug and alcohol use is up, spousal abuse up, uh, child abuse is up, sexual abuse is up. And then they sit back and scratch their head and go, what? I wonder why this is happening. And the prophets, I'm talking about the true prophets, not your fake parking lot prophets. I'm not talking about those prophets that, again, are trying to make money off of you in that regard. I'm talking about the true that really have the heart of God stood up. And we were saying, be careful of this. Watch out for this. And we were telling people, you just need to go out. Well, they told me, I don't care what they told you. You need to go out. This is the word of the Lord for you, for your own mental health, your physical health. Go out, get some sunshine, get some fresh air. Go out for a hike. Well, they shut everything down. Jump over the barriers. I don't care. This is ridiculous what they did to us. This is ridiculous what they did to the people. So again, back to this. I, I want to read this because like I said, I could have read a lot of articles on the suicide rates up, down, up, and, and, and some groups like the CDC changing what they're saying. One minute they're saying, oh, they're on the rise. The next minute, oh, actually, they're on the decline. Well, make up your mind. You guys are supposed to be expert at this. If you can't read the numbers and read them correctly and honestly, I'm telling you, if it was up to me, I would fire everybody, everybody at the CDC. It would be a ghost town when I was done. And then I would start hiring people that actually had a heart for the people, not for their paycheck, not for their money, not for their pocket, and people that weren't afraid to tell the truth when the truth was desperately needed. Anyways, let me read this. It says, the impact of COVID-19 on mental health cannot be made light of. And this was actually written or uh, published June 16th, 2022. Now, what's interesting about this, this is from the World Health Organization. So keep this in mind that because it's the World Health Organization, it's not just writing about the United States of America only. It's writing about things that are going on in the world. But if it's going on in the world, and it's all because of the same reasons it's going on here, and you can find many articles and many things, a lot of information about suicide rates, mental health problems, mental health, uh, health illnesses, and that uh, all associated and directly linked to this uh, COVID-19 fiasco. 
<clears throat> says one of the biggest global crises in our generation, the COVID-19 pandemic, has had severe and far-reaching repercussions for health systems, economies, and societies. Countless people have died or lost their livelihoods. Families and communities have been strained and separated. Children and young people have missed out on learning and socializing. Businesses have gone bankrupt. Millions of people have fallen below the poverty line. Now keep in mind, this was written in June of uh, 2022. So that's about, what, seven, eight months ago? So this is a fairly fresh article, and it says millions of people have fallen below the poverty line because of this, because of these shutdowns, because of what our governments did to us. Let me go on. As people grapple with these health, social, and economic impacts, mental health has been widely affected. Plenty of us became more anxious, but some, for some, COVID-19 has sparked or amplified much more serious mental health problems. A great number of people have reported psychological distress and symptoms of depression, anxiety, or post-traumatic stress. And there have been worrying signs of more widespread suicidal thoughts and behaviors, including among healthcare workers. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please keep in mind as I'm reading this, this was written about eight months ago, only eight months ago. So that tells you not much has changed in these eight months. It's only been eight months. Let me, let me read on. <clears throat> Some groups of people have been affected much more than others. Faced with extended school and university closures, young people have been left vulnerable to social isolation and disconnectedness, which can fuel feelings of anxiety, uncertainty, and loneliness, and lead to effective and behavioral problems. For some children and adolescents, being made to stay at home may have increased the risk of family stress or abuse, which are risk factors for mental health problems. Women, now ladies and gentlemen, Please, 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 please. I'm, I, I, I want to point this out, and I want you to listen to this, this part. This is from the World Health Organization. So this is a major organization that does that deals with the, the health of the world, you know, sicknesses, disease, and things of that worldwide. Now listen to this. Women have similarly faced greater stress in homes with one rapid assessment reporting that 45% of women had experienced some form of violence, either directly or indirectly during the first year of the pandemic. I wanna read that again. 45% of women, now of course this is worldwide, but the United States of America is not exempt from this. I don't know if the number is a hard 45% for the United States of America, but we can say probably safely that it's somewhere in the ballpark. 45% of women had experienced some form of violence either directly or indirectly during the first year of the pandemic. Now, the first year of the pandemic. We don't, I mean, at least in this article, we don't know what happened after the first year because in some places people were locked down and locked away much longer than a year. What happened in the second year or in the third year? We don't know, at least not from this article, but nonetheless, 45%, that's almost half, almost half of the women that was experiencing and part of these lockdowns forced upon them, they experienced some type of violence, directly or indirectly. That's unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. 
And then they want to just pass this stuff off like, oh, it's just okay. It's no big deal. It's just everybody will get through it. It'll be wonderful. It'll be terrific. Oh, you know, and, and, and they try to treat it like it was nothing. 45% of women worldwide, worldwide. Some places it was a lot worse. Some places not as bad, but 45% of women worldwide experienced violence as a direct cause of the COVID-19 shutdowns and all the nonsense that went with it. Let me just finish this up a little bit here. While mental health needs have risen, mental health services have been severely disrupted. This was especially true early on in the pandemic when staff and infrastructure were often redeployed to COVID-19 relief. Social measures also prevented people from accessing care at that time. And in many cases, poor knowledge and misinformation about the virus fueled fears and worries that stop people from seeking help. Little subtitle here, it says fear factor. Remember, I've been talking about fear. Fear factor. Esenema Abra Draw, this is somebody's name, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, lives with bipolar disorder in Ghana, where fear of the virus has been an unprecedented stressor to the mental health of many individuals. I have many friends who had relapses in their mental health because of the increased levels of fear and panic, says Ensenema. It was almost as if fear was contagious. Let me read that again. Oh, her name is Esenem. Esenem says, It was almost as if fear was contagious. Now, in a very real way, fear was contagious. Not that you can pass fear like you can a virus, but when fear, fear, fear is all you hear on the evening news, on the radio, in print, on, on the, in the newspapers, all over the internet, when you have people like Fauci, the World Health Organization, the CDC, uh, our very own president, and pe people in these places that are supposed to be giving us truth that'll help and make our lives better, when they keep pushing a narrative of fear, then yes, it becomes very much contagious. And that fear became worse than the virus that people were afraid of, the fear itself. They're putting their fear on the virus. The people were putting their fear on the virus, but it was actually the fear itself. So that people like this young lady, Asenem, in Ghana, uh, her fear and the problems that she was already facing just manifested far worse because of the abuse that was being pushed upon her from these officials. That was a bigger pandemic than the, the COVID-19. The pandemic of fear and it caused so many people to literally hide behind closed doors wear two masks face shields rubber gloves and everything else to the point that now their mental health has suffered greatly many of them have committed suicide or tried to commit suicide and their lives are for all intents and purposes ruined because of the fear that was pushed upon them let me um finish reading this little bit. At that time, Asenum, like so many others, was unemployed and did not have the funds for treatment. Even before the pandemic, cost of care was known to be a major barrier to people with mental health conditions seeking help. I have been privileged to have a good system of support, says Asenum. My pensioner parents managed to make sure my medications were always refilled. But it is not the same for others, she adds. Some people could not afford treatment. It was and still is a very difficult time for a lot of people. It was and still is 
a very difficult time for a lot of people. And there will be some people that if, even if they live for the next 50 years, will never quite get over the fear that was pushed upon them because it made that great of an impact on them, especially, especially if they attempted suicide or experienced abuse of one form or another, physical, sexual, uh, mental, emotional, verbal. If they experienced abuse because of this COVID nonsense, then they may never ever get over it, ladies and gentlemen. You see, this is the point that I've been trying to make the whole time. Especially uh, if you claim to be a Christian, we're not allowed, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're not allowed to have fear on that level. We are not allowed to live in fear, push fear, dwell in fear, accept fear that changes us on that level or causes us to react or act in that manner. Fear, if it ever affects our mental health to the point that we have, I have to get the shot. Oh my God, I have to get the shot. Oh, I got to get the shot. It's the only thing that'll save me. No. If that was the, I mean, if that's what all of this did to you, then I'm sorry. See, because the Bible still says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. We have a spirit of peace, love, and a sound mind. Peace, love, and a sound mind. So if you have, you claim to be a Christian and you don't have peace, it's hard to walk in love true love that seeks the highest for the next person and you don't have a sound mind then i'm sorry you do not have the spirit of the living god living in you and you have a spirit of fear i i mean we have i i couldn't believe it we had pastors right here in my own hometown of lancaster california pastors pastors that open their churches for covid19 vaccination clinics they had toys and giveaways and things of that nature to try to get people to come in to receive this poison. And now, I'm just, I'm just curious. I might, I might actually phone a few and just ask them how they're doing with it now because I'm just curious. I'm just curious if they uh, are repentant on any level. If they are repentant for opening up the doors, pushing their people and the people in the community, you know, encouraging them to come in and get their free COVID poison shot. And uh, and now people are dropping dead as a direct result of it with strokes, blood clots, heart attacks. Um, there, there's uh, concerns. I think it's actually proven, but I'll say it this way. Concerns that even cancer, fast-growing, fast-moving cancers are on the rise among the vaccinated that women, young ladies that have had the COVID-19 shots are now having reproductive problems. They may not be able to bear children. Many of them, I'm not saying all, but many of them. This is a serious, serious thing. So pastors, I'm just curious. Did you at any time encourage anyone to get that shot? If so, I don't know. I think you should repent. Not only go to that person or those people and repent, but you need to repent by stepping out of the pulpit and turning your church over to somebody who actually has some common sense. Now, let me say it this way. Turn your church over to somebody who actually has the spirit of the living God within them. Because pushing that nonsense was not of God. I remember another pastor right here in our, in our town, right here in my region, not too far from where I'm sitting, stood in his pulpit and said, well, if Jesus was alive today... He would get the shot because he loves people. 
If Jesus was alive today, he would wear a mask. He would wear gloves. He would use all this stupid stuff that we're being told because he loves people. And I'm saying, when I heard that, I'm thinking to myself, uh, well, apparently he doesn't know the Jesus I know, which is the Jesus of the Bible, because the Jesus of the Bible went and touched lepers. Now, leprosy is a terrible, terrible disease. And the lepers weren't even really supposed to be around people. Nobody was supposed to touch them because it was contagious. But Jesus would reach out and touched. He would touch the disease, lay hands on them, and they would be radically healed. So no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pastor Get a Life. Jesus would not wear a mask. He would not wear rubber gloves. You wouldn't catch him slathering up with the, um, with the, uh, where, you know, the, the, the germ killers. He wouldn't be uh, getting a shot because Jesus is the healer. He wouldn't tell people to go get a shot. He would heal them. He wouldn't tell people to wear a mask. He would reach out there and embrace them and bring them healing and deliverance. That's the Jesus of the Bible. That's the Jesus I serve. So I don't know. Maybe you should go get a clue. Step out of the pulpit long enough. Go to, to uh, why not? Go to Hawaii and find yourself. But while you're there, take a few dollars so you can buy a clue. Get your hair, head out of your Google and, and, and get on with life and really meet the true Jesus of the Bible that still the Word of God says today that by his stripes we were, past tense, healed. So as long as the Bible says that, as long as the Bible says that, and it does, what are you doing pushing that nonsense, that snake oil nonsense on people? You're not a pastor. You're not a pastor at all. Opening churches for, for COVID clinics. That's not pastoral. That's not what pastors, that's not what men of God do. Saying from the pulpit that Jesus would get the shot, wear a mask. No, that's not what pastors do. Pastors have strength. Pastors have courage. Pastors have faith. I don't know. Here's something strange. Here's something funny. Why don't you try it? You just might like it. Thank you again for joining us at Table Flippers. Please check out our merchandise. We have hats, hoodies, water bottles, all kinds of cool things. You can find all of the, our merchandise at tableflippers.com. That's tableflippers.com. And please write me. Please let me know how I'm doing. Write me at gwccrobert. That's one word, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Give me the good letters. Give me the bad letters. Tell me the great things I'm doing. Tell me the bad things I'm doing. I want to hear it all. Have a great day.